podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome once again to another match day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Andy and I'm joined by James. Hello. Hello, my friend. How are you? Very good. How are you, Andy? Yes, mate. I'm all right. I'm battling on like the soldier that I am. Proper soldier. Daddy's little soldiers had tummy ache. I thought you weren't going to talk about this. That's why I was being quite coy. I wasn't, but then I realised that I sound different. <laughs> I sound I sound tired. And I am. Andy's had a tummy upset. Daddy's little soldier. Eh? <laughs> battling on. Let's not go battling. into detail anyway. No, I'm an embarrassment. But anyway, we're uh, we're here to catch up and talk about our... It says Derby fixture with Middlesbrough. It's not a Derby, is it? <laughs> well, they're in Yorkshire. <sighs> yeah, they, they are. But we're West Yorkshire. They're North Yorkshire. Well, we're North Yorkshire. Now they're Cleveland, Teesside, whatever they are. I don't class them as a Derby. I don't. I don't think their fans do either. With the greatest respect, they've been absolutely bugger all to me. I don't care about Middlesbrough. Before we dive into this, should we mention Beer Elsa again? Yeah, I mean, I'm cool with that. What, they're hitting loads of boozers? Yeah, so Beer Elsa, the beer that we've uh, released in conjunction with Taylor Beers, um, that's now in over 20 pubs across uh, the Leeds area. Go on, Beer. James has been a very clever boy and put the locations on the website. Um, and if you get there and it's not in that pub, then uh, unlucky. <laughs> So you might remember our last game against Borough at home. It was a 4-0 battering. Click scored that wonderful goal that swirled in from just outside the box. Um, does that does that count as a goal from a corner? That's a good question. Uh, yeah, we'll take it because we don't score that many from them. So yeah, we'll have that. I know, I know we've scored them since, but at the time it felt like a long time. Yeah. Well, so uh, let's, let's cling on to that one. Yeah, definitely. Woodgate, um, their manager and our ex-player, uh, had a chat with Bielsa at the end of the game. And didn't they shortly go on some sort of wild run after that where he got manager of the month? I'm sure they did. Yeah, I think uh, maybe, hopefully we'll batter him again tonight and then Woody could have another run, but I think he might get the axe if they lose tonight. Yeah, I would have thought so. I was. Put- I, said that, I said that last time. <clears throat> I was putting that, um, that wild run down to the... Uh, wisdom whisper from Bielsa and maybe you know if uh, after tonight's game they'll go on another run after this but I think if we um, bury them at home it'll be the end of Jonathan Woodgate you're right that as well because Woody's uh, moved to play abroad hasn't he so he might speak the lingo might he quite possibly probably not he's, uh, he's not the smartest of blokes is he Woody according to Andy just to caveat that well didn't he want his nickname the village idiot it was yeah Oh, there you are. So our head-to-head against them, uh, games won 39, drawn 29 and lost 32. Uh, Wait a minute. Does that mean this is our... This is some quick maths. Is this our 101st game against them? Uh, 39 plus 29 plus 32. Yeah? Yeah, it is. 101st. Mate, look at that. If Leeds that have a go countdown... Sign me up. <laughs> you took me by surprise with that maths, to be honest. I thought, nah, Andy can't be right. Mate, I read it earlier online. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you weren't doing that live. Uh, so Borough have only won one of their last 11 games, um, but our form's been fairly similar up until the last couple of games. So 
Now you've said that, it puts the dread of Leeds that into me that we're going to uh, have a struggle tonight, especially as we've uh, found out that we're missing Mr Phillips. That's a concern. There's a lot of pressure on Middlesbrough to to do well at home. There always is against Leeds, and I think the fans will be on their back if uh, if they you know if Leeds score a goal. Do you know what? I retract my previous statement, James. Why is that? Because every time Berardi... This is a, such a jinx here. Every time Berardi comes in and plays at centre-half, he is an absolute barnstormer. Yeah, stop saying this. Said it. <laughs> it's Ben White in that holding role. But do you know what? He did all right against uh, reading from uh, from memory. <laughs> Well, speaking of the team then, obviously there's been a couple of changes. Um, Jean-Kevin Augustin's not on the bench. Phillips Phillips has obviously not recovered from his uh, calf injury as well. What's happened to Ian Provider, the the Provider Provider, as Tim Bresnan eloquently calls him? No idea. What I don't get is, why would you get him in and get a number seven shirt and then not have him anywhere near that? I know that a number is only a number, but it's got a lot of meaning, that number seven shirt, especially to fans who've been going and following for a long, long time. It's got a real sentiment to it. Some greats have worn that number. You can only think they're just going through the um, Bielsa conditioning and maybe they're a couple of weeks off. Augustine's injured, isn't he? He's got a minor injury. Um, Pervader is troubling. He He looks raw and ready from the small bits I've seen. We'll see. Or will we? Who knows? Keep an eye on the under-23s if you want to watch him. <laughs> yeah. So, opposition forum this week is oneborough.co.uk. You can do this one, Andy. You're, you've been crying out to do a northeast accent. Mate, I'll sound like a Geordie and I'll get hammered for it. But that's fine. We don't have I'm any Geordies. We don't have any Geordies or... Tainsiders listening to this, do we? Looks like a drubbing on paper, but it's also the type of game where I can imagine our players raising their game for once. So that's too jolly, that. It's fine. I'd accept a 5 0 defeat <laughs> if it brought the end of the Woodgate regime. 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 <laughs> you can't say regime in a jolly accent, can you? Regime? Regime. Sounds like some kind of aubergine. You've just got to put an exclamation on the end of everything. Make it sound like you're asking a question every time you say something. So yeah, they're going to be... uh, (laughs) I I tried to find one that was kind of like fairly measured and and said sort of, uh, yeah, you know, I think we'll do all right. We might get, but literally no one on their forum thinks thinks Borough are going to win or get anything out of the game and think they're just going to get pummeled by us. But... That's the kiss of death for us, isn't it? That's when we become complacent. Yeah, I, I just, as I say, I just hope we turn up and I hope we can deliver a tick. I'd bite your hand off for 1 0 now. 1 0 every game to end the season, just get ticked. Referee for today's game, uh, thanks ever so much to El Loco Joe, Joe Bedford on Twitter. So, Gavin Ward, he's refereed us twice already this season a home win versus Blackburn, where he awarded us a penalty, and an away win versus Huddersfield. Uh, he refed us three. Sorry, mate. Is he, the one, is he the one that looks like a kid? Uh, yeah, I think it is. Let me have a look quickly. So he reft us. Th- he reft us three times last season, all the way from home. The two-one loss to Stoke, where he sent Pontus off for two yellows. The second was for falling over and punching the ball away, which was ridiculous. Yeah, it looks like a kid. Yeah, that kid sent Pontus off. 
and uh, the away he also refereed the away win against Reading three uh, 0 and the three two loss to Ipswich. But we we've just written that out of our uh, erased that sorry from our memory. Joe Bedford, I'm really sorry I can't multitask. I'm sure that that information is great. When I listen back, I'll appreciate it more. However, I'm currently looking at pictures of Gavin Ward, right? <laughs> and to summarise, he either looks looks like a child or he looks like a really petulant PE teacher. Yeah, he probably dishes out report cards rather than yellow cards, doesn't he? So he's refereed eight Leeds games, five wins, uh, no draws, three losses, shown 17 yellows and one red, uh, given three penalties uh, and zero against us. Probably kiss of death as well. Refereed Borough six times. They've won three times, drawn two, lost one, shown six yellows and one red. That's quite a big difference in yellow cards, us versus them. Sorry, mate. I'm not looking how tall he is. <laughs> right, let's move on. Prediction time. Well, where are you watching the game, Andy? I reckon it's about five foot. So, oh, his height. You still on Gavin Ward? Yeah. Where are you watching this game? Where will you be watching Gavin Ward? I'll be watching him on my sofa. Your Sky is TV, it? it? Yeah, I'm going to get some binoculars so I can see him if he's as small as I predict. I, ca- I cannot watch on Sky TV. I don't know what it is. Some LUTV in it tonight. Do you not have a subscription? No. Well, there you go. That's why you can't watch on Sky TV. If I, ref- I don't want a subscription to Sky. Yeah, can't fault you, mate. I'm just one of these mugs who has it. I bet you're paying about £100 a month as well, aren't you? Incorrect, mate. As far as they're concerned, I've been married three times and got 12 kids. <laughs> Every time it comes to renewal, I hope no one from Sky's listening. Every time it comes to renewal, I blag them and say, got to leave, she's pregnant again. Again? <laughs> again? Yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, get, I need to get a new hobby, don't I? <laughs> Banter. Um, so, yeah, I get it on a decent-ish deal. Play the system. But yeah, I'm watching it on my sofa. I'll be watching it on LUTV, as always. We were meant to be watching together, weren't we? But you were scared of my lurgy. Yeah, I was scared of the smell more than anything. Mate, I've I've, I've watched. I Well, yeah. I Well, no, that's not guaranteed, is it? I'm not just sat on my sofa defecating, mate. I've got a toilet. It's not 1800s anymore. Mm. Predictions. Yes. 2-0 uh, Leeds United. 2-0 bold. No goals conceded. No. Nope. Uh, I think Berardi will have a decent game. Kiss of death. I think Ben White is going to do well. Even though I kind of said I, he worries me earlier in that position. But I remember a little bit of the Reading game and I thought he did well when he moved into Phillips' position. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll win 2 now. I think we'll we'll do well. I do worry about some of their some of their players, but I just think we'll have too much and to do it tonight. I think it was an end at Reading one. Then you had four passes inside our area. I think we'll just shut them out again. Yeah, that'd be nice. I think uh, the thing with Ben White is he's adaptable, isn't he? It's, it's taken him time to, to get into that role, but he'll be fine. He's such a good footballer that three or four games he'll be he'll be spot on. So I don't think we'll notice a difference today. And what are you reckoning? Uh, I reckon 2-1 leads. I think uh, Bur- Burra's always one of those games for me and you just never know going to Riverside. Um we should, by all accounts, win this by a, a massive score difference. But I think 2-1, um, and I'd be happy with that, to be honest. Do you remember Bamford got a hat-trick against us playing four Middlesbrough? Yeah. At the uh, Riverside. I'd like it if he could do that for us. That'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
Twitter predictions, they're saying 89% win, 6% draw, 5% Borough win. Uh, Barney says, Borough on another poor run. Borough couldn't handle us at home. I think it will be the same tonight. And Andrew has said, where is the don't jinx it option? Yeah, I'm I'm sort of in his camp. I don't really like to say that we're going to hammer them because I don't think we will. Do you know one thing we've not spoken about? What's that? Calvin Phillips in England. Yeah, that's true. I had a look in my Skybet account and I put a bet on him to be in the uh, England team. This time last year I put it on. Did you? Yeah, and it's got until summer of this year. What, to get into the squad for the Euros or just to be, make an appearance or what? To get into the England squad for by July 2020, it says. What did you win? Not a lot. I only put a few quid on. Milky bars on you? It was more like put the bet on thinking, yeah, I'm going to be right. Don't care what uh, money I get out of it. Just like, yeah. He is going to play for England. And then I can turn around to everyone who's not a Leeds fan and say, see, told you, I put a bet on this. Yeah. Do you know what, though? I, I hope I hope you're wrong. Because you don't want him to be on England duty and get injured in our title race. Correct. Yeah, I'm in that camp as well. If I lose my bet, I don't care. I'd like him to get called up as soon as we've uh, done the business or failed to do the business just, just, <laughs> just as soon as it's done. You know what I mean? <laughs> Preferably not failing. Yeah, that's that's the prefer- preferable option. Um, what's your word for tonight then, Jim? Bon Jovi was on Talk Sport, wasn't he? And he was talking about Patrick Bamford, which was pretty odd. And uh, so my word is prayer, as in living on a prayer. Oh, okay. But what I mean is I don't think Borough have got a, a prayer of beating us oh. tonight. And, uh, and that's it. Pretty cheesy, oh. but there you go. I like it. You've put more thought on it to, to my word. Andy, please tell me, what is your word? Sloppy. Sloppy Giuseppe? I'm hoping that we're not sloppy, and I'm hoping that I'm not sloppy. Oh, no one wants to hear that. That's the word. Right, we'll be back uh, after the match for our post-match thoughts. Why I pet it's finished. One nil at the riverside. I don't know what that was. I think it was a one nil win, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was. Happy with that? Very happy with that. Very, very happy because it was a, a scrappy match and sloppy, some would say, which was your word. Yeah, I said I didn't want it to be sloppy, so maybe I didn't get the memo. Leads that. We uh, We performed well, though, I feel. It, to say it was sloppy, I think we dominated. They they looked a side full of desperation, I think. Is that fair to say? I think so, yeah. Um, we were dominant again. Nowhere near as good as we have been, but still it was a, it was a good performance. Just sloppy in parts, and there might be multiple reasons for that. I think it's hard to play your game and be dominant when a team is that desperate and charging at everything and they were they were like a little team of Jack Russells that didn't have a clue what they were doing they just seemed to be putting in a lot of unnecessary effort just chasing things down and not getting much for it and then when they did make something it were poor 
Do you know one thing we didn't touch on in the pre-match pod? Was that they've got about, this is how stupid the money is in football. Our British Somalongas worth 15 million quid and Ashley Fletcher's worth seven and a half million quid. I'll never know. But they had, essentially, in a modern day market, a 22 and a half million pound pair of strikers. They weren't on the pitch at the same time, but still, that's ludicrous. Yeah, it's, yeah. To be to be 21st in the table and have that much money spunked on rubbish. Yeah, it makes you think, doesn't it? Like, what would they be like under Bielsa, those sort of players? Is it a managerial thing or is it player? But equally, yeah, there's a lot of overvalued tripe around. Yeah, because if, if you're a manager, Middlesbrough, a team you'd probably want to manage because of the chairman they've got who does let the managers spend money historically, backs his managers. So I don't really know why it's going bad for them. I'm glad it is, but I don't quite get it. They looked poor. They looked like they were relegation fodder. Yeah. Prediction-wise, we both said we'd win. It wasn't as convincing as we probably thought. If Patrick Bamford had found the net, it would have been 2-0, like I said. Should have been three, really. He had two chances. I don't know how his... First one's a poor header. He thinks he's offside. And second one, I've got no idea how he's not scored it. It's so hard, isn't it? Because some people really go to town on Bamford. We we don't because we're not like that, uh, if I'm honest. But... There are times where you just think, bloody hell, how how has he not scored? Like it is unbelievable. He's he's a he's a he's a great footballer. He's just n- not the best goal scorer. And but you, he, he you, uses, but you he hope can it, finish for fun. Yeah, but you just it, why is it not coming? There's a reason for it, and I don't want to dwell on it too much because we've we've won, and like I said before, you got to enjoy the victories, but. If you just hope it's not going to cost us. We were, I mean, we were chatting during that game, and we we had that one eye on the uh, the Fulham match, and Mitrovic missed a penalty in the 89th minute, but then he scored in the 94th, and he's one of those that's just prolific. Do you know what I think it is about Bamford? I think I've worked it out. Go on. He's too chilled out. He's not aggressive enough. If he'd shown aggression, that second one, he'd have, he'd have won it. He'd have won the ball and scored, but he. It was like, oh yeah, I'm probably going to score it. I'd try again. Oh yes, I'm probably going to score this one. And then just got bullied out of it. Which is strange, because the rest of his play is quite a bully, just when it comes to the final bit. I don't get it. It's like he's had some relaxants before the game, I don't know. You are a big fan of the referee, weren't you, Andy? Oh, he was outstanding. <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was small or really far away. He had a shocker, didn't he? He let a lot go. Which we should have had two for... penalties. We should have had two penalties, yeah. But what he, what he did do is he let a lot go, which probably helped us. Because um, there were some challenges flying in. Berardi made a beautiful, what looked like a leg breaker. Um, so he, he did let it flow a bit, but you're right. There's two two times I reckon we should have had penalties. Maybe third, actually, that been a bit... Because the the, uh, the commentator on Sky, Danny Gabadon, said it's very clever by Clayton. He's pushed Harrison while he's shooting. Well, that's a foul, isn't it? A push. Yeah, I would say that's a foul. 
Yeah, especially in the area as he's shooting. He went, he just pushed him to put him off balance. In my book, and I'm pretty sure by the letter of the law, that that's, that's a foul and a penalty. But yeah, the first one in the first half on Costa. In fact, I think Clayton was at penalties for all of them, wasn't he? Yeah, he's dirty. Yeah. That's the second time uh, Pablo's been taken off. Is there anything we need to read into that? He's just a little bit out of sorts, isn't he? What is uh, interesting is he looks really, really frustrated when he's taken off and he looks frustrated on the pitch. He's, uh, I don't know if it's his old age creeping in, but he's starting to complain a lot, isn't he? Well, I've noticed, I was trying to watch it a bit closer this time because I've noticed that as well. And he gets so many like little niggles off the ball where people, players are trying to wind him up. And I think it's just a, a, a means to try and stop him because he is so good. And when you actually look at the grand scheme of things in that game, he had that chance that hit the post that came back out. He eventually got the ball, played it through to click and we scored. So, you know, he had a massive influence on the game. But I do feel like, yeah, he doesn't get a decision. He moans at the ref and he, he sort of dwells on that a bit too much. But equally, players just take a pop at him and, and wind him up. Oh, mate, I still think he's one of the best players in the championship on his day by, by a distance, if not the best player in the championship on his day. But he's uh, he just seems a little bit petulant. Pablo the petulant at the minute. Don't know. Who's, uh, who do you think was standout performers then, James, leading up to your man of the match, please, mate? Standout performers? Ooh, I know um, Berardi had a bit of a wild tackle, but I thought he was sturdy all game. I thought he was really good. Um, yeah, I'll go with that. And I think uh, Stuart Dallas. Stuart Dallas was just brilliant. And uh, you mentioned it earlier on to me uh, over chat that he, he, he's potentially up there as a player of the season. Like you say, he's gone under the radar, but he's... He's always good. Like you chuck him in any position, and he can do it. I'd say get him up front. Would you? <laughs> well, I've got nothing to lose. Put the Cookstown Cafe up front. You likened him to an old hero of uh, Leeds United, didn't you? Yeah, he reminds me of uh, of Andy Hughes, I suppose, from the League One campaign. Just put him anywhere. I think you'll put Dallas in the sticks, and he'd probably do a decent job. I think if you uh, he'd probably catch it when it comes in. Oh, mate. Yeah, less said about some of those, the better. Um, <laughs> I think you described Kiko's Hollywood at one point during the game tonight. His feet yeah. were higher than his head. Just catch it. It's, it's, a, it's a different breed, isn't it? Yeah, I love him, though. It's, I love him. It, there's, something, there's something wild and frustrating, but wild and lovable about him. It certainly keeps you on your toes, doesn't it? And he, he's kept us in games, you know. He, he made a good save, didn't he? That one he tipped over the bar. In the second half, yeah, I think that will go over anyway, won't it? But nah, shut up. We've got to be nice about him. It was a great save. Well done, Kaiko. Yeah, exactly what I thought. Go on then. Who's, who's made it as your man of the match then? Uh, man of the match. I'm going Stuart Dallas. He had a really good game. He did. He barely put a foot wrong. Fair. I can't. I can't argue with that. But I'm going to give it to somebody else. <laughs> so I suppose I am arguing. Uh, but before I get to mine, I want to uh, give a big shout to the wing play tonight. I thought. The interchanging was refreshing to see. I don't think we've seen too much swapping and running around, but Costa and Harrison seemed to be everywhere tonight. At one point, I think there was uh, Dallas, Costa, Hernandez and Harrison in like a line of four of them. So it's like technically four wingers just going at poor old Johnny Alston, who's <laughs> who's a centre midfielder all day long, playing it right back and you're kind of going... That's outrageous. But my man of the match for the second game running is Matthias Click. 
yeah. obviously he got the goal but he, his work rate his desire his his movement the way he plays the ball his stamina his hair he's just a good egg isn't he he is a his good bra- egg his break dancing um, and he, he he's one of these who's really bought into being Leeds you can see when he scored how he celebrated his little fist pumps he absolutely loves and relishes playing at Leeds United and long may that continue because I think he's one of the players if we do make the step up can hack it fairly well um, he's shown it on the international stage that he's, he's, he's a top top player I, I completely agree. It was very very well put, Andy. I think as well in the week they were talking about him covering 12 kilometres a game, something like that, stats-wise, and intense running at like a, a kilometre a game. So, yeah, his, his work rate is unbelievable. Final word to summarise. How are you feeling? Fatigue. I'm feeling tired, personally, after uh, being poorly worries oh, me. God. But Tiny you know violin. This is it, mate. But... One thing I'd said to you in the messages earlier was I thought there's about a five, ten minute spell just before Middlesbrough gassed. I thought we look a bit drained here. And we started being uncharacteristic and playing silly balls and just oofing it, which one us and it wasn't working because we were playing it around on the deck so well. I was hoping that fatigue doesn't kick in. It's easy for everyone to get carried away with three wins and three clean sheets on the, on the bounce. But we've got another big game on Saturday against Hull. And we need to go there and we need to beat them. I was hoping that that early kickoff from a late night Wednesday would not show any signs of uh, being tired. Yeah, you'll hope um, that Calvin Phillips comes back and he's had a game rest so fitness-wise. He should hopefully uh, help us stand firm in that game. So we'll see. Um, my final word, pleased. I'm pleased we beat Borough away. They're normally just funny results, aren't they? I went to it last season when Calvin Phillips scored that late um, late equaliser. It's like 106th minutes have been ridiculous. Uh, it's like the latest goal we've ever scored, wasn't it? Something daft, yeah. Yeah, and, it, and it's nice to not just be having to clamber for a result and actually come away with something fairly confidently. So, yeah, pleased. Excellent. Well, I think that's just summed up the fatigue, on it? Um, visit Leeds that. Go drink some beer, Elsa. Listen to some of those previous pods. We've got some quite good interviews if you uh, don't like the match day pods. So head head to them. Give them a whirl. And uh, we'll see you on the flip side. See you at Hull. Podcast Network.